You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose, or twice daily dose sometimes, of Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. Welcome to Blue Jays Fan Friday in the second half of the Friday doubleheader. Congratulations, we made it. Um, going to get to your tweets in a little bit, but we're going to talk about some news first. We're going to talk about the Boston series first. So Fan Friday will come in the second half of today's episode. Save the best for last, of course. But we are going to start with probably the biggest news for the Blue Jays today. And that is the announcement that there definitely will be a Blue Jays presence during All-Star Weekend in Cleveland. Because Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has confirmed that he is planning on taking part in the Home Run Derby this year. So, first of all, on the surface level, this is great. Get to see Vlad Jr. hit home runs. I mean, that's what people want, right? He's got the power and wrist speed to turn on basically any batting practice ball that his dad or whoever he gets could throw at him. And it it could be akin to Vince Carter at the slam dunk competition, just announcing his presence to the wider swath of the league. The things I worry about is he has to be healthy. And as we talked about on yesterday's episode, he's not looked healthy. It looks like his hand's still bothering him from when he got nailed by Garrett Cole. He hasn't had a day off since then, so it's still like still affecting his swing. Like he's not able to get around on the ball quicker, and he's just grounding it into the dirt. So if he's not fully healthy by the time the home run derby, I mean, he's probably gonna be healthy from the hand, like bruises do heal eventually like the one on my leg is almost gone which is good because I'm playing softball again on Sunday so hopefully I'm all right but you don't want to risk him aggravating that again and then I see a lot of people like oh his swing will be affected uh he won't he won't be able to to concentrate on getting ground ball or singles or doubles whatever Y'all seen this league, right? This league is home runs. This league is all about home runs. So if Vlad Jr. can get his swing back to hit said home runs, that is a good thing because how else are the Blue Jays getting offense nowadays? Like, sadly, games like last night against the Angels are very rare for this team. And even last night, how did they get their runs early? Sogard homer, Guriel homer, Teoscar Hernandez homer. How'd they win it? Billy McKinney Homer. Homers rule everything around baseball right now. So if Vladdy can rediscover his home run swing and just start charging baseballs into the bleachers, that's good. This is like glorified batting practice for him. And I I 
pretty sure he's not going to get into the All-Star game anyway. So why not let him go? Let him soak that in. Done it a million times before with his dad when his dad was going to All-Star games. So it's not like the moment's going to be too big for him. I say let him go. Let him swing. Let him try and take home a trophy because the Blue Jays aren't winning much this season. It'd be nice to have something like, at least we got that. At least Vlad Jr. brought home the home run derby trophy to the Great White North. So I am personally fine with it. So let's see him go at it. Um, Other news that I wanted to touch on right briefly. Um, Frankie Montas was suspended for ED games due to PEDs, which kind of undercuts a good story for Oakland, but just tells you that the scourge isn't isn't gone fully when it comes to performance-enhancing drugs in this sport, and also does o- open Oakland up. Like, if Oakland's interested in getting a pitcher that, you know, could alleviate some of the problems that Frankie Montas missing basically the rest of the summer um, would help, then potentially, you know, the Blue Jays can offer maybe Aaron Sanchez and try and get someone back. I'm I'm laughing at that myself. <laughs> I mean, the Blue Jays aren't going to get a a worthwhile starting pitching prospect off of Oakland for Aaron Sanchez. Like, A.J. Puck's not coming back. Jesus Lazardo's not coming back. So, I mean, it's it's a dream, but it, it just opens up things a little more for the Blue Jays as they try to deal. Oakland's a game back of the wild card right now. So, they have reason to think they could still be in it. And be a buyer so I'd be willing to sell the sell to them if they came calling um so yeah let's talk about tonight's game Blue Jays and Red Sox um Blue Jays get to face a reinvigorated Chris Sale so that's fun I look forward to seeing an easy double digits and strikeouts for Sale um could go up 13-14. Just, and you look at the lineup too. Teoscar is hitting in the cleanup spot tonight. Head of Gritchick and Galvis. Um, Rowdy Telez getting the night off against the lefty. So, Billy McKinney's in at first base after his huge walk-off home run last night. Brandon Drury's in at third base. Vlad's going to DH, which probably for the best, given his defense looked pretty bad last night. And hopefully that gives him a little bit of a break too. Again, we've been talking about his hands so much. Like it it can't help um, having the glove on it and repeatedly being asked to stop ball. Like it looked like he had problems with it. That grounder he had last night off of Albert Pujols just bounced right off the heel. Like he was trying to avoid um, catching it in a sore spot. So I approve of him being at DH. I think he actually should be at DH a little more just while his hand is still healing. So I've got no problem with that lineup. It's just probably going to be difficult for them to avoid that whole 19 strikeout performance 
with sail on the mound tonight. Now, Saturday, I think it's a winnable game. Brian Johnson's 2-0 and in four career starts against Toronto, but he has like a 550 ERA. So Toronto is going to go bullpen, but they can build a big enough lead off Brian Johnson that they might be able to take that one. And then the finale, Marcus Stroman against Rick Porcello. Um, Porcello's been up and down. I, I never know. Which one is Porcello? Okay. So soft C for Rick Porcello. But he's been up and down. He's kind of come back to his average. Got a 431 ERA this season. But he has given up those balls in the past. So it's possible that the Blue Jays could win this series. Keyword could. I mean, again... They have to find some actual offense. And it almost feels bad to waste Trent Thornton against Chris Sale. Just, again, given that Sale is on fire. He's had double-digit strikeouts in six of his last seven starts. Chris Sale is going to be on point, more than likely. So, I'm sorry, Trent. This is life with the Blue Jays. Just do your best and try to limit that offense as as well as you can and then maybe the other two days things will pick up and the Blue Jays can come away with a couple victories who knows anyway that does it for the first half of the podcast we are going to move on to fan Friday portion of the show but just a reminder that you know whenever you're driving to work or from work or around town all you have to do is tell your smart device to play podcast locked on blue jays and it'll do it because it's smart and you know it's it's programmed to do that so tell it to play podcast locked on blue jays and i'll be right there with you for the drive and i won't even ask for a dollar drink you are locked on blue jays your daily toronto blue jays podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we're back. So, as per usual, I sent out a Fan Friday question. And, you know, just usually just trying to get some conversation going. And essentially what I learned is I should never work in Vegas. Because I kind of suck at setting odds. So today's question was how many players currently on the 40-man roster will depart via trade? And I set the over-under at three and a half, thinking that, you know, the standard four that have been talked about, Stroman, Sanchez, Giles, and Smoke would be the focus. But I didn't really factor in the bullpen. I didn't factor in either Galvis or Sogard. So I did a very bad job. Luckily, y'all came hard with some great comments, even if it was mostly just to take advantage of me setting such a terrible line. Again, it's why I'm never working in Vegas. Um, that and the heat, home, the heat in Vegas. Like if you're not in an air conditioned space, like it is deadly in Vegas. So, I don't know, be a long time 
before I go down there, I guess. Need, uh, need to sell some more ads. Then maybe. Anyway, let's go through what y'all have to say on that. Um, starting with friend of the podcast, member of jaysfromthecouch.com, Karen Suter, at Karen Suter1. Um, Karen's thinking Strowman, unfortunately. Giles, Smoke, and maybe one of Sogard slash Galvis. Might even be a market for Daniel Hudson. Doubt anyone wants Sanchez right now. So Karen had it at five. I should have set it at four and a half. But again, I suck. That's why, again, not going to Vegas. So I think Karen pretty much nailed it. Um, If the front office is hell-bent on getting rid of Strowman, they're probably going to do it now while he has such a high value. Giles, pretty much a lock. You don't need an elite closer when you don't have leads to protect. Smoke, last year of his contract, they have Rowdy, they have Billy McKinney. That seems like a lock. So Garter Galvis, again, with Bo Bichette um, coming this season, one of them's got to go to make room for him. I would prefer to see Galvis go because I I love Eric Sogard and what he's done for this team. So I'd like to see that. Daniel Hudson's an interesting thing that I don't think a lot of Blue Jays writers have brought up is that they might sell off pieces of the bullpen again. And I would have thought if Ryan Sapera was healthy, he would have been one of those options to sell off. But in addition to Giles, Daniel Hudson's probably going to get some looks. Um, <clears throat> only problem is they're not much else to really get rid of. Biagini's under team control. Mesa's under team control. Romano's under team control. So Kingham was a DFA case. Law was a DFA case. Does anyone want Sam Gaviglio? I I don't think Sam Gaviglio is going to be worth anything. So yeah, I think that's going to be it pretty much. Um, Tracy at my back hurts, which I feel you so hard. Tracy, as a tall woman, I feel you very much. Um, Look at Karen naming all my favorite J's, making me sad on a Friday. I swear, this is not supposed to make people sad and bum people out, but I apologize, Tracy, for doing that. Um, Liz at Biggles14 sounds about right. Uh, Cardiladida at C-Train underscore NL, one of our newfie contingent sounds right but i hope you're wrong i i think that's pretty much what a lot of people are thinking for that and then yeah a lot of people (laughs) taking the over on me um like i said liz had the over um shauna she at shauna underscore she took the over tammy rainey at tammy underscore beth had the over mike at mike statement just Posting the Vince Carter, it's over. I I think I got what you meant, Mike. Um, Rob at Swales underscore Robert. He'll take the over. It'll be Strowman, Giles, and either Smoke or a couple veteran relievers. Maybe one of Galvis or Sogard is possible. So yeah, he's comfortable with going the over. Totally get that. Um, Warren McCauley at Warren McCauley also taking the over. Stroman, Giles, and Smoke for sure. And 
you think they'll find a way for another of the 40 to go, either Sanchez, Sogard, or Hudson. So Warren thinks they're going to keep Galvis, which, I mean, I'm fine with that too. Freddie's been a good influence on the clubhouse. I just think he might draw a little more, like if, especially if someone's looking for someone defensive to be on their bench. Galvis might be the better option. Nadine at Nadine underscore Proctor went over. Again, <laughs> I I'm not good. I I I readily admit that. Um Matt Hall at Hallamaniac 07. Sogard, Stroman, Sanchez, Giles. Matt Matt still has faith that Sanchez is gonna be moved. I'm not sure. I actually did talk with Tammy um earlier today. And she asked if Sanchez could be traded and sold as a reliever this season. I don't think he can just because there are a lot of relievers that are going to be on the market. Um, Just looking briefly at the standings, um, Michael Givens of Baltimore is going to be out there. Ken Giles, of course, undercutting his own teammate. Um, Shane Green in Detroit is going to be available. Um, Ian Kennedy in Kansas City, if they can find a way to pare down his salary, he's making $16 million this season to be Kansas City's closer. So that might be a tough ask. Um, uh, Brad Hand in Cleveland, since Cleveland looks like they're rebuilding. Oh, they're only one game out of the wild card. They may decide to keep him. Um, but the Mets, if they keep falling back, that could that can mean... Um, uh, Edwin Diaz or or one of their other relievers is available. Sean Doolittle in Washington if the Nationals continue to fall back. Felipe Vasquez in Pittsburgh. Will Smith in San Francisco. There are a lot of relief options out there on the market this year. So it's going to be very hard to convince a team to give you value for Aaron Sanchez just to use him as a reliever. That's, that's a main problem I saw with that. So they could use him as a reliever later in the season and then try and sell him in the off season like that. But I just don't see it happening that way this season. I did get some of you to take the under, which I, I guess that's a win. I didn't get all the, um, I didn't get all the action split, but I did get some people. Um, Miles Higgins at Miles Higgins went the under just barely at three. So I, I can see that very easily as well. Um, oh, I uh, I forgot. Um, Brian Stancato at Stancato underscore Brian. He took the over. He has a lot. Said Stroh, Smoke, Giles, possibly Sanchez, a bullpen guy or two, Galvis, and maybe T. Oscar, which would be interesting. But I don't know if the Blue Jays want to sell down on him. The main reason to move T. Oscar would be if you are ready to have Anthony Alford in there full time. And he's starting to force the issue a little bit. But I don't know if he's going to be there. And then Sanchez, again, he's the problem child in all of this. Which, uh, at Leafs Jays fan, went went there as well. Said it was a good list. Doesn't think Sanchez, he's lost way too much value. They better try and hang on and see if he can figure things out, maybe turn him back into a bullpen guy. Think that may be the option they have to do with him. Um, couple other people on the under. Um, oh, I 
I keep missing over. So many people went on the over. I I can't even keep track. Um, Rochelle Strauss at Rochelle Strauss. She went over thinking for Giles Stroman, a bullpen arm. So Daniel Hudson and either Galvis or Sogard. So she doesn't see smoke going either, which is interesting. I I've had talks with people just to see the landing spots for smoke. And it's a pretty narrow market as well. So it might be harder to trade Justin Smoke than I think we, we give a lot of credit for. Um, Senen Salaka. I, I hope I pronounced that right, Senen. I'm sorry. I'm, my Filipino pronunciations is, are a little, little rough. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, Senen says under Stroman and Giles for sure. After that, only Sogard or even Guriel may bring back good value while still hot. I don't think the Blue Jays have an interest in trading Lourdes Guriel now that they finally got him hitting. He signed that seven-year deal for a reason. He's only in like year, I think year three of that deal. So just too much long-term value in having Guriel that I, I don't think they want to part with him in any circumstance unless it's to bring that like a, like a Mike Soroka prospect sort of deal. And then we'll wrap up with Sean at Sean's Jays. Sean only thinks two are going to move Justin Smoke and Ken Giles. Sean would prefer none, but a Giles move should net them something very worthwhile. Make Jordan Romano a closer and LFG. And then um, X, at X24 Rocks after said closer by committee would be better. Joe Phelps, Hudson, Romano if Giles is traded. Which is an interesting way to look at it. I think Daniel Hudson would get first crack if he remains on the team. But then after that, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't give Jordan Romano the the reins and see what he can do with it. Or Aaron Sanchez if they keep him. But closer by committee is, is interesting and probably something Charlie Montoya would be more interested in. I know the Rays leaned heavily on Jose Alvarado last season. But they did mix a little bit with uh, Diego Castillo, um, Sergio Romo when they had him. Um, I'm trying to think who else they used. Um, I think Hunter Wood got a couple shots. But um, just kind of mixing and matching the situation probably would be better and allow you to figure out who's going to be that closer going forward. Because if you deal Giles, you're going to need someone to step into that role. Because you you do not want to be spending free agent money on closers. Craig Campbell proved that market is way too overpriced. So doing the closer by committee, I think would be better. And yeah, that may be something we talk about on a future episode of the podcast, because we're at the end of this one, went way over on it, because y'all, again, you know, no matter the name, y'all bring it so hard with your questions and comments. Thank you to everyone who submitted again I couldn't keep track of y'all but very happy to have that discussion anytime you want to do so feel free to reach out at neoac18 that's neoac18 just look for the photo of the person drinking cider with nail polish on and it's probably me um which I don't know Maybe maybe when I'm a little further along, I'll I'll take a photo specifically to replace that. For, but for now, I kind of like that. That's an inside joke photo for someone else on on Blue Jays Twitter 
to kind of go at. Anyway, um, follow the podcast at Locked on Jays on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, subscribe to the podcast on Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe to it. And that's going to do it. Um, this has been such a crazy week. And thank you all for sticking with me. And thank you all to the new people who are coming aboard. I I hope I proved I'm worthy enough to, you know, keep in your life, so to speak. So hopefully we will talk again soon, more than likely on Monday. We'll see. I, I don't think Monday is busy, so I should be able to get something up relatively early before the Yankees game. Hopefully we have some good things to talk about. But until then, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and for everyone at jasonthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.